How is everyone? I don't know if this is working or not, but we're testing it out. This is uh, live from the riverfront, or as Doug Gray just said, you know, from a van down by the riverfront. Um, I'm presuming there's some way to get comments. We're trying to learn this thing out. So, um, you know, let me know. Oh, it looks like we are getting some comments here. Um, most of it are just, just hashtags, right? Just, What's the hashtag or the hash brown? I'm sorry, I forgot how we do these things at the riverfront. Hash brown, sell the team, Bob. Oh my. So, um, welcome. Looks like a few of you are joining here. We may wait just a little bit um, to see if uh, some others join. I think that some of our other, I've sent the link out to uh, some of our regular friends at the riverfront, and uh, hopefully it will. Uh, They'll be able to show up, and uh, Bill likes telling me now he did not get the link. What should I think about that? I'm going to send him back a shrugging emoji. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, Bill. I sent it. Uh, sometimes email works. I don't know. Maybe it takes a second. I don't know. Maybe I typed in the wrong email address. It's quite possible. So anyway, I guess let's go ahead and, and, and start, and these uh, – Joey Gadeets over here uh, has the, the comment that I think pretty much sums up what we're looking at. Oh, look at it. It says Nate. If you're looking at this on YouTube, it says Nate. I'm going to have to change that. Um, ooh, looks like someone has joined since I changed the name on here. Look at that. Typing in real time. You're watching that. It's scintillating. Joining us now is Bill Lack. How are you, Bill? Good day, huh? <laughs> Whoa, an Oakland A's cat? Come on, what about a Mariners cat? Or what about, how about this one? Don't put. No? No. Some things no, you're, are just. You're muted for some reason. I, we don't hear you, so. You can't hear me? Hang on a minute. I don't know why. So we're just going to look at Bill while I talk, I guess. I want my Jesse back. Yeah, really. So let's talk about, uh, oh, Eric, my friend. Good to see you, buddy. Um. Let's talk a little bit about what's happened here today, and then maybe you we'll take some questions. Not hearing you, Bill. You just keep talking, and then if, it, if, if, if oh, Steve can hear Bill. Why can't I hear Bill? Selective amnesia. Oh, no. I knew something would go wrong. I thought this was working way too uh, well. Um, hmm. Very strange. We're trying out things here. We're trying to learn it as we go. Bill, can you can you hear me? Yeah, I can. I've been able to hear you all along. Everyone hears Bill except for me. Apparently, Reds minor leagues. Good grief, that's it. Bill, talk. All right. First of all, this is my first time doing this. <laughs> Just let it be known. I'm a moron. Joe, you're wrong. It's way more ridiculous live. I'll be right back. Bill, talk while I'm gone. All right. Doug Gray figured it out for us. All right. Well, guys, uh, yeah, yeah. To me, this is this is the saddest day in Reds history since Pete Rose was suspended for gambling. Uh, I, I, that's the only thing that I can come up with that's comparable to today. Um, I have never been this disgusted with with a professional sports for anything in my life. Even even Paul Doherty just late late in the afternoon today, or, or just within the last hour or so, uh, said that. 
Cast, maybe Castellini should sell the team. And and this is Doherty saying that. Uh, not exactly a, a man of the, the people. Uh, I, I don't know what to, to – uh, I, I can hear you. I'm done. You, you can hear me now? Can you hear me I now? I can hear you now. And, and it's not no. even a Verizon commercial. <laughs> I, just, I don't know what it's an ad for. It's certainly not an ad for the Riverfront. Riverfrontcency.com. <laughs> for all you uh, Reds fans. Um, all right, let's talk about these last couple of days because it's been – and we may have some more. Uh, hopefully Chris and uh, Nate will be able to join us. I don't know. Um, so yesterday, remember Sonny Gray? Yeah. <laughs> Sonny Gray, of course, was traded to the Minnesota Twins for uh, a quote-unquote pitching prospect named Chase Petty. Someone that sounds like a NASCAR driver's name, uh, probably. Really does. Um, It does. So Chase Petty, and Chase Petty, you know, is a reasonable prospect. But, I mean, he was a first-round pick last year. 26th overall pick uh, by the Minnesota Twins. But he's 18 years old. And... um, well, I mean, this is a straight salary dump. I mean, it's a straight salary dump it was. And, and it was bad. It got worse. It got worse. Um, look at this. I think I can uh, – oh, now see. Somebody make a comment. I think it might show up on screen now as we're figuring this thing out. Um, anyone but uh, Joe Farsing make a comment, please. So uh, it's, it's, it's upsetting. Sonny Gray had a year left on his contract this year, but then a really cheap team option for next year. And it, but it was it was pretty clear the Reds you know had given up on Wade Miley, um, Joe had given up on Wade Miley. Most people, some people can not be able to see that because of the logo. I don't know. That's what my hope is. There we go. Um, <laughs> and and um, there was some. Let me just say this, Bill, and I want to get your uh, comments. There were some reasonable discussion after our last podcast, which I wasn't able to make it to. Uh, neither of us were. It was, it was uh, Nate and uh, Chris Garber, and uh, about how it was a little bit kind of a downer. Baseball was back, but you know, um, Nate and Chris were kind of reading the tea leaves, and we saw what happened before, and so um, it was a little bit cynical, I guess. Which I mean, that's a reasonable criticism of that. In retrospect, yeah, it got it just it got. If you're a Reds fan, completely worse since uh, since they came back. So, um, so but 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 the, but the argument was I'm getting around to my point eventually here. We're live. I don't have to keep it tight, I guess. <laughs> and Bill, feel free to drop out anytime you get bored with me. Um, the argument is this team won a bunch of games or above 500. They still have a pretty good core, and and, and I can agree with that. You know, the, the pitching staff still looked pretty good, even without Wade Miley. The pitching staff still looked pretty good. Um, then the offense, not bad. Even minus Castellanos, you can still look and see this is at least a 500 or even above team. Yeah. Trade Sunday Gray, so now all of a sudden the rotation looks much, much worse. And did you have the – I know you did, Bill, because you were texting me. We kind of had these, uh-oh, uh, these kind of a pit in our stomach, like, here we go, right? Yeah. I, the, the, the whole thing is – you, you, you could, like you said, you could read the tea leaves, and I thought it was interesting. I was listening to Nate and Chris's podcast uh, today when I was out walking, and uh, they predicted 
Sonny Gray would be the first shoe to drop. Uh, and he no doubt was, you know, they gave him away for, you know, and the guy may end up being something, but he ain't going to be anything for four years. Um, so I guess we're going to have to, you know, we're expected to, to suffer through hundred loss seasons for the next four years until, you know, they get the payroll aligned. And, you know, I don't want to ever hear anybody defending Nick crawl ever. Because if he was a man that had any self-respect at all, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be the captain of this Titanic. Uh, and, and I know you're going to say, well, there's only 31 of them jobs and blah, blah, blah. You have to have some level of self-respect when you, when you go home from work every day and look in the mirror. Uh, who would have ever believed that Jesse Winker would be a throw in on a trade? Well, let's, 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 let's go there. Good, it's a good comment by Carrick, uh, Melvin there, right? Um, the fact of the matter is, you know, the Reds traded they, – they had to get rid of a, well, the second trade that came today. Let's just go ahead and, and discuss it is um, Jesse Winker and Eugenio Suarez traded to the Seattle Mariners for uh, starting pitcher Justin Dunn, outfielder Jake Fraley, and a prospect, starting pitcher Brandon Williamson. Also, Nick Carl told us he's really excited about the player to be named later, even though he doesn't know who it's going to be. There's a group of them. He's really excited. It's a good player. So Suarez and Winker traded today. And essentially, um, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Free Joey Votto. We'll talk about that in a moment. Um, Nick Carl says, <laughs> we, we did not want to do what we make a mistake we made in the past, which is trading away uh, prospects. To, so we can get rid of a contract or buddy. So instead, they trade away an all-star. They traded away Jesse Winker. They had, to, they had to trade away Jesse Winker so they can get rid of Anthony Suarez's contract. If that doesn't tell you where this team is, where they're headed, and kind of the uh, orders going out on high from ownership, nothing else will. I mean, just you're, you're trading a guy that very possibly could be your best hitter on the team this year. And, 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 and probably and, would be the best hitter. And still had two, what, two years, I believe, left on it, you know, before he was going to cost them any real money. Uh, so so yeah. they're not even willing to look two years into, into the future as, 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 you know, for what they're willing to, to pay. Uh, there, if there's a plan, they should be laying the plan out to try to sell this. I have a friend of mine that, that they've had partial season tickets for years. And they've already said the Reds have already got their money for this year, so there's nothing they can do. But they've already said they're done. And and these are people that longtime Reds fans, they're my age. Uh and, and as I said when you were away from the from the computer there for a second, this is the worst day in Reds history in my memory since the day Pete Rose was suspended. Yeah, and people that weren't around that time will not really understand. I mean, you may understand what Pete Rose was to the area at that time. Uh, you know, revelations since have tarnished that star, certainly. But it was a day where it was, it was kind of like this, right, for the fan base. Without, can you imagine Twitter on that day, for example? It was a day when just what is the worst that could happen to the Cincinnati Reds. And that was probably it at that time. Um, but I guess, Bill, what you're, what you're telling me, though, is what happened a year later after that? After the road suspension, they won a World Series. So that's what you're telling me next year? No. <laughs> I, I don't see this team with the way, the way they're, they're doing now, uh, the, dealing with players, dealing with the fan base, dealing with the city. I, I'm, looking, I'm looking at 100 lost seasons for at least two to three years, minimum. 
minimum. And by the time they, they have any kind of product that people are going to want to go see, they're going to be averaging about 8,000 people a game if they're lucky. Uh, they better hope Major League Baseball pays them a lot of money because they aren't going to make anything at the gate. Well, isn't that sort of this is telling us that uh, with the new deal? It doesn't matter what they – it's it's sort of what we've written about and talked about for years. They, they don't depend on game day revenue. Yeah. They don't depend on the game day revenue. Um, and it's clear. They can, with it, they can uh, they can with the TV money, with the luxury tax money, they can they're fine without uh, game day revenue. And it's just it's a it's a sad day for the Cincinnati Reds. And and, and Nick Crawl tried. And I would do want to talk about Nick Crawl because you were you were first on the scene on Nick Crawl uh, a couple of years ago, I think. Uh, but um, he comes out and basically says, "This is our this is our plan. Is that we are going to." He says, "Don't call it a rebuild." But they're tearing it down so that they can, um, quote unquote, invest in uh, you know uh, prospects and um, build through the system. And it's just a, a complete abdication, responsibility to me as a sort of public trust to put at least a team on the field that were capable of winning. But this is more irritating to me than ever in the past because they had a team that was just a few moves the other way is a competitive team. Go all in. Try to sign some guys. Keep Miley, uh, you know, uh, Wade Miley. Miley? Miley? Um, and, you know, and you, and you have a team that has a chance of winning 90-plus games and being a contender. It's, they weren't that far off. Instead, uh, they chose – there are other things more important than winning baseball games. If it's in, we've been saying it for years, but it's clear now. And, and we knew this last year in spring training. When they when – they, they were during the offseason last year. When, when they basically, decim- you know, they took the, the front end out of the bullpen and did nothing to make it any better. Uh, in August and July, when they, you know, before the trade deadline, when they had a chance to, to improve the team, they did nothing. Uh, you know, we'll get healthy and see, we'll see what we got from there. Well, we saw what we had. They tanked. When they got to the easiest part of their schedule last year, they tanked. And, and you know, for whatever reason, I, you know, I'm not saying anybody wasn't trying or anything like that, but they collectively went into a, into a tailspin and didn't make the playoffs. And, you know, between, and I, the other thing I don't think we've, we've touched on yet is the expansion of the playoffs gives the Reds another excuse for tearing down. Cause you don't have to play as good a baseball to make postseason. And, you know, yeah. they're not going to be trying, they're never going to try to be, the top record or the, you know, one of those teams that gets a buy. They're going to be always going to be one of those teams that's happy to sneak in. Isn't the flip side of that argument, though, that if they just stood path, not giving away Wade Miley, not giving away these players, basically, isn't, you know, they have a better chance of making the playoffs. You know, I just, even with a, a diluted watered down playoffs, we're getting several um, comments here that I think we should talk about here, which is we talk about us and how sad we are as fans, and it's true. You know, and a lot of you, I saw someone there a moment ago, 35 years old. This is the, and that, if you're 35 years old and a Reds fan, you've lived through some bad times. For this to be the worst day, it's bad. But to me, man, maybe the most disappointing thing about all this is this basically puts a cap on Joey Votto's career as a Red. You know, I mean, he may stick it out until the bitter end. You know, um, he may be a Red for his entire career, like we've all expected. But the chances of Joey Votto ever playing for a contender, a World Series team in a red uniform. It's done as of today. March 14th, it's the 14th, let's look here. March 14th, 2022, Joey Votto 
officially will never play in a World Series as a Cincinnati Red. And they'll never play. They'll about, never play in another playoff game. No, no. Um, first of all, can I say something for those of you that are listen, listening uh, to the audio version of this or not watching on uh, on the YouTube's or wherever? I don't. I don't think you see these comments on uh, Twitter, Facebook. We're, this is our first time. Um, I think we're going to have to ban Joe Farson because he's using it as his uh, stand-up comedy routine. But he's not that a free Votto is still too expensive for uh, Bob Castellini. Um, but isn't it sad? I just see that it, they, uh, I- I see Micah just announced that uh, the Brewers just signed Andrew McCutcheon. See, you know, it's it's oh. nice that uh, that somebody. How are the yeah, how are the Brewers in a worse or in a better position than the Reds? I mean, oh, there's only one reason. It's ownership. It's completely ownership. But back to Votto. How off. sad is it? Right, for, yeah, well, front office, again, we're going to get back to Carl. I know you want me to give you your kudos, and you're going to get them. But uh, I know, I know. But how sad is it that we have the greatest player that most people watching right now will ever see in a region, Joey Votto. And the Reds have completely just given up for the majority of his career and not even tried to take that generational talent. They did for a short period of time. And then they gave up. And they looked for a short period of time if they're going to do it again in this late uh, career surge. How sad is that, Bill? Joey Votto is one of the five best Reds players I've seen in the – and I've been watching the Reds baseball since 69. Uh, I would put him in my, my top five, um, no matter how you rank them, you know, yearly or career or, or whatever. Um, it's it's very sad, and, and and there's no excuse for it. And as as I've seen some, um... <laughs> sorry, I'm playing with the features here. <laughs> uh, I was re. I, now <laughs> you distracted. Sorry I really about that. I lost my whole train of thought now. Um, <laughs> but I, I just, I, and the th- the sad thing is, this not only hurts, at least for me. I mean, I, I have no intention of setting foot in, in Great American Ballpark any time in the foreseeable future. And I didn't have the, the the hard line that you did last year. I went down a few times last year. But I don't. Even, I'm not even interested in going to see Reds minor league anymore. Why? I mean, what's the point? Um, yeah, really. The fact of the matter is, I'm uh, texting my wife. Uh, <laughs> um, Wait. You know, um, I've had my boycott announced last year, and I said lots over and over and over. This is boycott. I'm not really encouraging anyone to uh, to join me, but I just I couldn't, in good conscience, give the broadcast any, any of my money. Uh, you know, he doesn't want to give uh, his money, so I just couldn't do it. So, but I, you know, I was like, if you want to go to the uh, the ball yard and have a beer, and hang out, man, I can't blame you, okay? I went to a bunch of games last year, none at Great American Ballpark, but there's very little as good as, uh, you know, hanging out at the old ball yard and, uh, and taking in a game. But not, not Bob Castellini. You know, I'm going to get season tickets. Nate and I are going to get season tickets for um, a minor league team, a local minor league team, uh, just because we, I love baseball. But – you know, I'm just not doing it. I'm not doing it. And so I now I'm encouraging everyone 
to uh, to join me with the boycott. Now, let me let's answer this question quickly because everyone keeps asking, um, "How's the billboard coming?" Uh, it's happening. It's happening. Okay, here's what's here's what's going on right now. At, if you go to the uh, go to riverfrontcincy.com or go to their Twitter stream, uh, we're selling a T-shirt now that says "Sell the Team Bob," and the proceeds from that. And Nate worked up uh, what I thought was a pretty good logo. Uh, for, uh, it's not really a logo, but a pretty good design for the Sell the Team Bob t-shirts. And we're going to take that and put it on a billboard if we come up with the money. Tomorrow we should have a quote. Our buddy Joe Farsing is working on it, as he says in the in the chat, um, for exactly how much it's going to cost. He, we, I think we have a location maybe on uh, on 75, I believe, I-75. And um, we have, I, we hope, the first joke reached out to one uh, billboard company and they didn't want to make the Reds mad. We hope we've got one that will uh, do business with us. And so I don't know if we're going to do a GoFundMe or what, but we're going, and plus the funds from this uh, t-shirt sales, we, the plan is to get one done, hopefully uh, opening day. We'll see when we get it done. But it, that is that is happening. We are working on the billboard. And is it going to make any change? You know, no. I mean, you know, Bob Castellini is probably, in, well, I'd say he's impervious to this, but he tried to get uh, Hal McCoy fired and he, you know, was asking around about me. He cares about bad press, or he used to, and I, I wouldn't. Be, I wouldn't be surprised if Phil Castellini is in skin. But um, you know, it'll get some coverage, and at least will be a, a tangible showing that Reds fans are fed up. And I don't know that we've had the opportunity to, to make a statement like that in the past. And I don't know. I, I, we're doing. It. We're absolutely doing it. Uh, Hank, uh, that comment. I'm going to have to delete that because it makes me upset. It just makes me upset. Not funny. <laughs> Not true, funny, but not, not funny. It's true, but not funny. Nick Crawl. Can we talk about Nick Crawl? Um, first, first I, of all, huh? I, I want to address Doug Gray's comment that went by there. Sorry, Doug. <laughs> Do I need to find it and put it back up there? I didn't see it. He just said I, he was hurt that I wasn't going to go to any Reds game, minor league games. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, Reds minor leagues, Doug. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fall in love with a player that that I know that as soon as he has any value, he's gonna be gone. Yeah. So, Nick Crawl again. I um, I defended Nick Crawl for a long time after he became the GM after Dick Williams left, and we all kind of knew why Dick Williams was leaving, you know. And and I kind of defended Crawl for for a couple of reasons. Number one, and I still think these are legitimate reasons. Number one. Uh, Nick Crawl, I've, I've talked to the guy. He's not an idiot. Now, you hear him talk, and he's not – they need to send somebody else to do the talking. What was the title of one of our episodes? Bad at talking, I think. Um, he's really not He's really not dumb, okay? And so I, I took the, the knowledge that he, he's really not, not dumb, that he'd been working with Dick Williams, that, and that he had an owner that was some, you know uh, – some, some commands about what to do with the roster and say, well, it's, this is not all his fault, okay? It's not his fault. Well, let me tell you this. I think there, after the last two days, there can be no doubt whatsoever. Um, and I came to this conclusion a while back, but today certainly confirms it. And Bill, like you argued with me on the show about this. Um, the trades these last two days show me who yes is under the gun in terms of what his ownership is telling him to do but um 
he, yes, uh, DPROTS88, we're going to have a GoFundMe or something. Well, we're going to figure that out here soon. Um, Nick Carl has shown that he is incapable of taking solid assets. Let me say something. Jesse Winker and Sonny Gray were solid assets with two years of team control, uh, at least for both of them, um, and get just about nothing for them. I, they're not, I hate to I hate to rail on the guy because he is under a tough under tough circumstances, but he's just not capable. I, I think the evidence says he's not capable. I hope I'm wrong, Bill. I can't think of one deal that he's made since he's been GM where I didn't think he got hoodwinked. He's never impressed me from day one. I mean, I just he hasn't. I, uh, yeah, I, 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 I was charitable a little bit. I I don't care how you sound when you're when you're in front of the microphone. That kind of crap doesn't really bother me. Uh, especially when the, you know these guys aren't pay, aren't public speakers. They're not politicians. They're not anything. Actions speak louder than words, and, and his actions show that he's over over his head in this job. In addition to the the self respect thing that I talked about before, how you could keep this job and, and believe that you are the only person that you're serving is the owner. And and I think when you work for a ball club that that has a tradition in the city like Cincinnati does, and, and every city probably feels the same way. But you also have a, a, you you're also working for the people that come to the ballpark, and and part of that I guess is what you were talking about early, the 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 equation has changed so much over the years that the fans really the ownership doesn't have to care about the fans anymore. In in many many cities they don't, and it, and here really shows it. Uh, I I don't know what to say. I like I like I said I'm I'm fed up. I've been a Reds fan since 69 and I've never felt like this even when we had bad teams you know earlier in the in the decade in the te- in the tens I never felt like I never felt like we quit and this this front office and ownership has quit and and not one time has anybody from the front office tried to defend what they said when they bought this team versus the actions that they're taking now he can give that peaks and valleys bullshit that he was talking about yesterday. Oh. And, and you got to have peaks to have valleys. And we ain't had no peaks in a long time. So well, I, Bill, you know, I, I'm reading all these comments, by the way. Fantastic comments. Keep them coming, guys. Well, we can't answer all of them, honestly. But, um, oh, Pete, um, uh, Bill, do you like good baseball is my question, okay? I, I, I got know this. I don't remember. I have a hard time remembering good baseball around here because I'm not. I'll be honest, and, and I've said this before on here. When I was young, I was a baseball fan. I knew every player on every team, and blah 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 blah. Now I'm a Reds fan, and I, I really only watch the Reds. I don't watch you know a whole bunch of other baseball anymore. And and and. <laughs> um, <laughs> no. <laughs> Doug, I Doug, I am what I am, and that's all what I am. Me and Popeye, uh, the riverfront after dark here. Goodness, <laughs> because of one what? word, I don't think so. Yeah, uh, we do. You I don't even get that risk. I was in the navy. I haven't even, but I, I, I've, I've never felt like the like ownership. Excuse me, 
like ownership quit on the fans, but they they absolutely have it. And anybody that th- thinks that they can make a claim that they didn't, uh, it's I, true. I don't think they're watching closely. It's true. But really, I was trying to get you to be the straight man to my, I was going to say, a ranked number five in the country, the University of Virginia Cavaliers baseball team, fresh off a of College World Series appearance last year. Okay. <laughs> All right, so um, it's not real baseball if they're hitting it, hitting it with aluminum bats. Uh, well, it's not real baseball if they're wearing a Reds jersey either. That, that's true, too. Uh, um, can we talk uh, briefly here about the two guys that were traded today? I mean, Sonny Gray, we love Sonny Gray. Uh, enjoyed watching that guy from the second he got to Cincinnati. But Jesse Winker. He, 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 but he did, and, and, and to be fair, both Gray and Winker had trouble staying healthy all the time. You know, they weren't hundred, you know, they weren't, on, you know, on the field 90% of the time, like they, uh, like, like they should be, you know, they had both had injury problems, but both were quality players. Qual- apparently from everything you've read, quality guys. Um, and like, like somebody said in the comment section there, and the Reds got pennies on a dollar. For both of them, and and, and Winker ended up being a, a, th- a you know they they gave Winker away just to get somebody to take Suarez's contract, whether they'll admit it or not. That's what happened. Winker and Suarez to me are they're they're different than Gray, in that uh, we've kind of known about them for guys. Uh, you know, both came up not not all the way through the minor league system. Suarez uh, came over. Now, they, they, they got him from the Tigers in a trade. Who did the Reds send to the Tigers in exchange for Evanio Suarez? First person to mention in the comments uh, gets my eternal gratitude. Uh, let's see if somebody remembers who uh, the Reds uh, got for uh, or traded for Evanio Suarez. But they're two of the most likable guys in recent years for me, uh, for the Reds. And Evanio Suarez, friends, that's close, Roger. That's close, but it's not the full answer. There it uh, is. But you guys are saying it, but those are not the full answers. Uh, you know, they're, they're all close. Um, no, and you all keep saying the name, but that's just not. Guys, come on. Uh, somebody's going to get it. There we go. Adam Gardner wins. Adam Gardner wins. It was, of course. Let's see if I can show it here. Maybe. The bloated corpse. Of Alfredo Simon, come on! Are you not? Are you not Riverfront fans? Long-term joke. Um, t-shirts at RiverfrontCincy.com. Go there, you can pick up the t-shirt, or go to our, our Twitter, Facebook page. They'll have links there to get the t-shirt, uh, Marius. Um, with proceeds going to our uh, billboard fund. So, but Alejandro Suarez. Okay, I keep getting distracted by your comments. Stop this, guys. Um, no, don't stop it. Alejandro Suarez may be the most likable guy in my lifetime as a Reds fan. Now, did he, he struggled sometimes, and, uh, you know, obviously we can talk about what, how good he was on the field uh, off and on, but there was never a guy that I, that I really felt like I rooted for more, um, just because he seemed like he was having fun, and just a genuinely likable guy, good vibes only. Uh, Bill, I'm sure you've got something bad to say about Anasaurus, so I'll go ahead and let you do it. Nope. That's how you know, that's how you know he was likable. No, no, yeah. Yeah, because I, I could say something bad about anybody. No, I, 
one of my favorite players. I just, just a good guy. I mean, did you get aggravated when he struggled? Yeah, you know, you did, but the off the field stuff. I mean, he was always a great interview and he was always out there, whether he played, you know, he was always, you know, willing to be talked to whether he played well or played badly, which is the same thing they used to say about Dunn, that he was always in front of his locker, whether he hit a home run or struck out four times, you know, and, 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 you know, Dunn was never the, the upbeat, crazy, fun guy that, that Suarez was. Uh, crazy maybe, but not the fun guy that Suarez was. And if you haven't seen them yet, go and watch the uh, interviews, the video that came out of uh, the interviews with Jesse Winker and with Eugenio uh, Suarez because the emotion in both their voices about being traded because it's been their home for so long. It's just, uh, it, it'll make you like the guys even more. They both mentioned how excited they were to be able to play for a ring, essentially, which tells you something about their thinking. But the best part was, man, you if you've not seen Eugenio Suarez yet, I saw pictures, but seeing him on video, uh, it's, it just only seems right that uh, this, uh, you know, the week after the, the new Batman movie premiered, that Eugenio Suarez is going for the two-faced look. He's got uh, white hair on one side, black on the other. It's just uh, it's glorious. So go check that out if you haven't seen it yet. Going to miss those guys, Gino and Gino and Winker. So Yeah, and, and I saw a, a quote from Winker, and I can't remember exactly what he said, but he said but something along the lines of, they're, they're trying to win. That, that was the exact, that's what I was trying to remember. That was the exact quote. They're trying to win, and it was telling, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it really, you know, there's a contrast, an unspoken contrast there. Uh, and Roger, I think, I think Chad is playing starting left field on opening day. <laughs> My guess is that uh, the new guy, Jake Fraley, probably, uh, probably your left fielder. That's where he's played the most, and he's played all three outfield positions. But I guess from the Mariners, I'm guessing that's probably your your left fielder. I mean, if yeah, I, I predict sure today. I'm sure I'm glad we kept around with Stockus and got rid of Suarez. <laughs> well, uh, even that, even Jesse Winker wouldn't have been enough probably to for somebody to take on Stockus because at least there's a chance that Suarez is going to come back. And the next question is, do you think this is over? Because I don't. I would not be no. surprised to see Miley go in the next couple of days. I mean, Miley go in the next couple of days. And that'll be yeah, a damn thing. He's even more affordable. Yeah, I think that um, – what we're going to see is the Reds having to uh, – no, Roger, that's not true. Uh, the, we're going to see the Reds probably have to package Castillo and or Tyler Malley to get rid of, uh, of Moustakas. Or how about this? I started to make a simple tweet earlier, and I decided to, against it. But Castillo and Malley, so they can get rid of Votto's contract, which is the largest contract on the team. Um, what if Votto goes? I mean, I'll cheer for whatever team Votto's on. I hope it's a team that makes the World Series. I'll cheer for that, whoever that team is. But uh, how about this? Castillo, Mali, Votto, how many of those will uh, – For two, for yes. two double-A players and a first-round draft pick in, in rookie ball. How many of those three are rents on opening day? Castillo, Mali, Votto. I think – I think Vado's a red forever. I, I I don't think I don't think they can get anybody to take, take his contract. And I and I don't know how much is left on it. There's what five years left on it. 
Three years left on. Joe, don't look at my Joe. Don't look at my background. No, I think uh, no, three years. But it, but it's continuing to escalate. Mm-hmm. I think he may have already escalated. I think the last two years it's twenty five million. Yes. Um. I, opening day, I I I would not be at all surprised if if Joey was the only one of those three still here. Two years, fifty nine million. Thank you, Carrick. Yeah, no more than no more than two of those guys. Is my opinion. Either Casillo or, or Mally. I think I think they're they're gone. I mean, I don't see how you justify. Keep it. I mean, if you're going to trade Jesse Winker, who is cost controlled essentially for a couple of years, who's not expensive yeah. and who is way outperforming, you know, his uh, I mean, his value is way more than what he's being paid. Um, so here, here's the here's the here's the real thing, right? This is the question. Uh, what uh, Dwight says: Nobody will want Votto's contract. Yes, but if nobody wants to. Nobody wanted Eugenio Suarez's contract either. And after Votto's year last year, you don't think really that some team wouldn't want to take a flyer on him as a DH? Yeah. You know, there are yeah. twice teams now put him in the lineup. And a, and a, and a DH slash first baseman. He's not a terrible – He's. I've never thought he was the first baseman that a lot of people did. But he's not a terrible first baseman. We've had a lot worse. And, 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 you know, between the DH and, and first base, he could play 154 to 157 games. And if he's, you know, hitting the way he hit last year, that's value. Even at, even at what he's being paid, that's value. I, yeah, no, I agree. You're, you're right. You know what I just thought of? We need to get a hold of Chris Welch and see what Chris is thinking. Well, call him up. Get him on right now. What are you waiting for? No, you're right. I would love to know. And Chris has generally been pretty honest with us when he's come on the show. Always. And at times, because I always kind of tell, when I'm talking to Chris, I always kind of talk to him before we go on the air about what I'm going to ask him about. Because I want him to be, I don't want to get him in trouble with the ball club. You know, that's that's not the reason I have him on, to give him gotcha questions, you know. And and he he has never once said, I don't want to talk about that. Never. Not one time ever. And I don't think I, you know, throw him a whole. I don't think everything I throw him is a softball. And sometimes he just goes in ways that I don't expect him to go, and and and, and says things that I don't expect him to say. So, um, yeah, no, no, he's good. We need Somebody to got out there. Roger said he's Chris is on late night Red Stock. Oh, good, good. I look forward to watching that. If y'all, if y'all don't uh, haven't watched uh, late night Red Stock on YouTube. Uh, fun guys, uh, they uh, two of them have been on, on the show here. We'll get uh, Tim Daniel on at some point as well, but uh, they do good stuff. So um, there's room for all of us, right? Uh, Blue Jays, we see some talk about the Blue Jays for Joey. That would be an interesting way to end his career, you know, go head home. And uh, Blue Jays got some guys that are easy to root for, uh, except for I don't like Boba Shett, but that's basically because I blame his dad for being a lousy red. So, oh, tonight. And an overrated, and an overrated uh, Rocky. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, um, I got to say a couple things here. I've only seen uh, one Simpsons reference in the chat, which is disappointing. Um, and um, don't, uh, don't mock my tennis rackets back there. 
those tennis rackets, uh, Joe's looking at my background, evidently. Um, I, I purchased not those, but uh, other versions of a tennis racket. First time I got a tennis racket was, uh, and I've told this story before, but it's when uh, my high school baseball coach highly encouraged me to go out for the tennis team. Uh, so I took his, uh, I took his advice. So, um, you know, I don't know what, uh, Bill, what else is there to say? It's, it's kind of a tough time, but I don't know. I thought we'd come on here and still have some fun. And I don't know. I have had fun tonight. I think we beat this horse to death. Yeah. And somehow we got to figure out how to do it every week, all season long. And there we go. There's some Simpsons uh, references uh, over there. Uh, no we have joke. to do it all seasons no. long while we're refusing to watch them. I know, right? Well, the, the thing is, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch. I'm stuck, but I'm not going to the I'm not going to the ballpark again. Second straight year, and um, I, I put I, I put I that on Twitter. Is, I honestly ahead. don't know that I can watch them. Mm-hmm. I, I I may be done. I, I today and yesterday have really really driven me into the ground, and and I I don't know how much more I can do. Mm-hmm. Well, you've been de- devoted for longer than anyone I know, and so it'll be, it, I'll be interested to. See once the season gets here, whether you feel or whether you're just like, what's, what's the point anymore? Well, we, we, there's a couple people on the Slack channel and, and, and that, that that I think have been around as, at least as long as I have. And maybe a couple of them, I think, even a little longer. Uh, I just – I enjoy my life too much to do, to do something that makes me miserable, makes me unhappy, makes me miserable. I, it's just not worth it. I, you know, I, I did it with the Bengals for damn near thirty years, and and it's just. I, and but you got rewarded. This year, one year—that's one. <laughs> Not a great day for the Bengals either, by the way. But we won't talk about that. In our Riverfront Bengals podcast. Um, Actually, it's been a real good day for the Bengals. They signed two guys that are going to start on the offensive line next year. Well, well, but they uh, they lost uh, the, the tight end uh, as well. That's what I was talking about. He's pretty good. He's okay. He, I mean, he's he wasn't an all pro or anything close to an all pro. I mean, he's 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 okay. He's tight. I mean, I like him, good guy, and, and you know, and, and he's apparently very popular with the team and all that. But he's 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 easily replaceable. You, hey, listen, I'll take your word for it. I'm a, I'm a bandwagon they address, Bengals. They address their needs today. Got to protect Joey B. Yep. The Reds aren't protecting Joey B, but. I don't want another Greg Cook. Um, Yeah, we've talked about that, I think, on the show, actually. Um, You know, on on Twitter, I put this earlier. This this is true. I I texted our our family group chat about uh, Suarez and and Winker getting traded. And Eugenio Suarez is my my son's favorite player. Just, uh, you know, he's, he's the only one of the few things that kind of keeps him because he's, he's not a baseball. I mean, he loves playing baseball, but he just, he doesn't want to watch it. He'll watch highlights, but he likes, he really likes Gino and always has. And, um, my wife's kind of giving me a hard time about the boycott because she likes going to the ballpark. Uh, and so, but her text back to, to my text about the Reds uh, trading Winker and Suarez was, was we're never going back to see the, we're never going back to see the Reds again, are we? Something like that. I hope that's not true. Chris, Chris last week said that he, you know his son is the same as, as your son. He, he can't get his kids to watch a baseball game. He said that on the podcast last week. Um, and the other thing is, tell, some, tell, tell your lovely bride that my friend that has season tickets said today on Facebook that he's going to be giving away a lot of tickets this summer. 
So if she wants to go, I know where she'll be able to get some tickets, cheap if not free. All right. Well, maybe she and, and your wife will go together because uh, I'm sure go. not going. So and you and I, you and I can go to the saloon down the street. <laughs> there you go. And uh, as uh, Joe says, to alcohol, the cause of and solution to being a Reds fan. I so, agree with Joe yeah. on that one. All right, guys, this has been fun. This was a kind of a test run for us to see about doing this later on in the year. <laughs> and I'm coughing. I'm getting a, a little verklempt. Getting choked up here. It's choked up. Um, thank you. Thanks to everyone who, uh, who joined us live. The comments were fantastic. Uh, we'll do this again, uh, hopefully a lot during the season. Uh, maybe during uh, during some games occasionally. We'll, we'll, we'll play around with this and see what we can do. But this was a lot of fun. Bill, glad you could jump on at a late note. Um, uh, be available on late notice again sometime soon. We'll do it. It's like, well, it is, it's not my bedtime yet. It's it's getting close though. All right. <laughs> this should be available obviously on uh, on YouTube on our YouTube channel. It'll be, I'm gonna put it on our uh, audio stream as well, so somebody will hear it there. Um, it'll still be on Twitter, I guess, and Facebook. You can see it there. But make sure you subscribe. All those play front Cincy. Um, go get that T-shirt if you want at uh, riverfrontcincy.com. Um, and you know, again, the proceeds are going to go towards the billboard. Okay, we're not trying to make a ton of money on that, but um, we are going to try to get this billboard done. You can support the podcast if you like at Riverfront since no, no patreoncom slash Cincy. Boy, I tell you what, this is, it's not—it's it's too early in the week to be doing one of these. Too much going on. Ah! <laughs> I can't figure this out. All right, hey, thanks to everyone. This has been great. We'll talk to you again uh, hopefully real soon. So long, everyone.